Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Screen Chronicles. I'm Steve, and with me as always is Rimsky Biscuit. Yeah! And today we are talking, we are doing, we are hosting, we were brought back again this year to your favorite award show, the Arsling Awards. We really yes. thank the committee. committee. Thank you so much, committee. Screen Chronicles Committee. For asking um, us to do this again. We're this gonna is, have this yeah. this lovely award here. You, you'll see right here. Yeah, I mean, it's it's beautiful. This is going to be going out to our some lucky winners. winners, some winners. Um, I think we had Beyonce halftime last yes. year. Um, I think she's coming back this year because it wasn't recorded. So we're going to try again this year. Hopefully we we remember to hit record. Yes. Um, just totally on us last year. That was that was on us. But this that was the worst. Happen. That was the f- worst four million dollars we ever spent. Oh my god, it was rough. We are talking about season five of The Last Kingdom. We're going to start out here. We're going to go in a little review, and then we're going to go into our categories and, and talk about it some more. We're going to give you our, our score, and we're going to just give you stuff. So, I mean, uh, it's spoiler alert for this whole thing, everyone. Yes. If you haven't seen the show and you want to review, watch the show. It's really yes. good. Um, there you go. That's your spoiler free. The spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, everybody. Everyone else. First, all of The Last Kingdom. Yes. Steve and myself, who, my, by the way, my name is Colby, if you don't know. Uh, not Rimsky Biscuit. Uh, uh, we just got in from the red carpet. Uh, we spent a couple hours out there getting our photographs taken um, with paparazzi and everything uh, for this event because we know this is the most anticipated event for um, the, the characters of The Last Kingdom and the actors of The Last Kingdom. I mean, what's more important in life than getting an Arsling Award? Nothing. Absolutely right? nothing. This life is itself is premier. important. I mean... You could win uh, BAFTAs, I guess, at <laughs> Emmy Awards. What? The Arsling Awards is the most dignified, may I dare say. I would dare. Would you dare? I would dare. Yeah. But, but before we get to the awards and the nominees, and we have some fabulous nominees today, mm. We are going to just talk about what we thought of season five of The Last Kingdom here and give you our overall rating for the show. If you've watched our episode talks, you'll know what we thought of it about each episode. I can tell you, though, when I was going into the season versus after the season ended and going through another second watch through, it was it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Mm. Some expectations were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, spoiler alert. If you've seen our episode 10 talk, you know, we say we were satisfied more than, you know, than than anyone, you know, yes. any of the kids in Willy Wonka's factory. We were saying how satisfying anyone. And so, I mean, you know, that was something going into the last season of our favorite show after, you know, we said it so many times. So many of our we other nervous. we were nervous. So many of our other favorite things. Look, we've been hurt. We've been Ryan Johnson. We've been Ryan Johnson. We've Snoked. been We've bamboozled snoked bamboozled uh and a game of thrones uh game, we have game of we've said it a million times you're probably sick of hearing us say it we were so nervous that our favorite show the last kingdom might have an ending that would leave a bad taste in our mouth and maybe possibly change the way we felt about the show forever i mean it's sad to say that but that's it was a possibility mm-hmm. thank god that didn't happen just like they've done every season they've come in and they just killed it we couldn't be happier with the way it ended 
we just couldn't you know after the second watch there was a few times you know the, there was a few episodes when i first was watching it because i was coming in with expectations when we first started watching the show we had no expectations for the show at all we were just always pleasantly surprised how amazing yeah. the show was so now that i knew the show was amazing and i've been waiting now for a couple you know for each season to come out i'd say my expectations were really oh. high and i Super had high. things that we we had things we wanted to see so it's almost not some, fair to the show almost yeah, not fair how high our expectations it, are. it really is so there's a few times you know especially when i was going through and i definitely ranked things higher this time um than even when we were doing some of our episode talks yeah um, especially the like the ones in the beginning um, before i watched the whole sh show through again by the time we talked so i mean yeah well when we first watched it um i mean we had guests that were going to be coming on days after the season came out so we needed to get on top of it we need to get him in <laughs> so there was there was sometimes. a there was a bit of stress involved with the first watch through and so we thought it'd only be fair that we go back re-rate the episodes today so we will give you the score that we originally had after our first ratings but then we're going to yeah. give you our adjusted rating after we we went back and and reabsorbed it i'll still say even after the second watch through and the i think the ending was as close as you can to getting perfect i would still say this was not my favorite season of Last Kingdom. I would agree. Um, it was definitely, I don't, to say anything is the worst season makes it sound like there's a bad one, but I wouldn't say this was, I wouldn't even rank this as the lowest out of the, out of the five seasons of Last Kingdom. Oh, no, no. But it's just, for me though, you know, the, the first, especially the first three seasons, I can't even think of an episode where I was bored. You know, I mean, True. going through, there's not a single one. I'd say halfway through season four, there was a few of those, and I would say mm -hmm. in this season there was a few, too. A couple. I, I think there was maybe a couple. I'd say not too many. <laughs> I'd say three. No, maybe two. I don't know. But I mean, generally though, the score was definitely higher this this yeah. year, even based off of you know what we were going through this time. So I mean, I liked it. Uh, the the only things I I didn't like, you know, there was a few episodes that I just felt like these are build episodes, and I would say the first three seasons never had build episodes so true that would be the only thing i'd say and i would That's agree the only complaint i had really yeah i would agree i can't say that season five is my favorite season yet but i flip flop on this all the time i think season five has potential a year or two from now looking back on it to be one of my favorite seasons i do but i think i just need more time i think it was an amazing season like you said, there were a couple of slow moments. Uh, I think as the season's gone on, and I think it's partly because of the story, some things become more political. There's a little bit more talking. There's a little bit less action. And I think that's a little bit about how like the story goes too. You know, um, not just, you know, the way it's written. I think like the way the books go, it's like that a little bit. Books by so, Bernard Cornwell, yeah. In the books, Uhtred's getting older. There's a little bit less fighting. And uh, I think that lends to a little bit more uh, slow moments on the screen. So I would say that's one thing um, I didn't like from the season, that there were some slow moments. But again, we're talking about that bar that was set so high uh, from the first three seasons of the show. So I can't fault them for that. They have way less slow moments than most other shows anyway. This, is this still your favorite show? This is by far light years ahead for me this is my favorite show um Same. and i stand by it and i stand by everyone i talk to 
and just stand by it. Thank you for everyone. Let's just take a second, recognize everyone who was involved in The Last Kingdom, uh, from the actors to the, the producers, writers. to the writers, author, to the author of the books, everyone who was behind a camera, the director of photography, all the directors, costume department, makeup, hair, everyone involved. What about the food? Set that design. The guys who cooked ate. the food. Yeah, they ate. Well, the not, who, not the cooks, but the food. But the food itself. Uh, yeah. Well done. Everyone deserves major props for the job they did. And to wrap this show up, now we know there's a movie, but as the TV show, The Last Kingdom, it's just like, it's just, I don't know. To me, it's just they wrapped it up with a little bow and it looks so darn good. Let's let's jump in. Let's give it a, I'll tell you our score here now from when, if you watch our episode recap, our episode talks or listen to them. These are the numbers that we gave in each one. Colby and I each gave a number. We've averaged all those numbers out. And out of 10, we have an 8.73 is what we originally had, which is still a high B, which is, I think, you know, considering uh, some of the episodes were build episodes. I feel like that's all right. You know, it's, I think that's a good score. It's so higher than what it we beat, gave season It beat four. our season four score, which was an 8.3. But... We went back and again, like we said, we rewatched them. And a lot of those scores jumped up a little bit. So we're not going to go through every single episode score, but what we will say is we re-averaged them. And the number we came up with was a 9.4. I am Uhtred, son of Uhtred. For times past and times to come. Destiny is so... Oh my goodness. Which we feel, based on the challenge of ending a wonderful series such as this, without any negative really ne- negative feelings coming out of it, without any negative feelings coming out of it, uh, feeling satisfied, feeling sad it's over, they crushed it and they deserve a lot of credit for that. So a 9.4, I think, is very deserving. You know, it's not a 10 out of 10 because there were some things in the season that, from a season standpoint, that weren't perfect, but man, it, it was close. Wrapping up a whole series, though, and, and still having episodes that are by themselves still great episodes, too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Still lots of that. So, you know, like we said, going back through a second watch through, I couldn't help but love things more the second time. It was just it was it was better. So, yeah, yeah, let's let's that is our review there. If you want more detailed thoughts about it out each episode. Check out our episode talks. We ha- we talk about every episode from one to ten, of and we talk about every season and we recap every episode. If you listen to our season recaps from one through yeah. five, and I tell you what is going to happen someday, folks. There is going to be a total Last Kingdom Arsling Awards. Still yet to be determined. Um, is it going to be after the movie comes out? Is it going to be? Well, we don't know. That's I, up to the I, I committee. We just, you know, we just hope they ask us to come back and host. I the, hope they ask again. us to come back. You know, these are top people up, up there. These are top people. Also, um, note there's going to be timestamp. If there's a certain award you care more about, and you want to jump to it. Timestamps are below in the description. Uh, so just jump right to what you want to see. And thank you for everybody. We uh, we put out. Uh, a post recently about all the categories that they're going to be and even asked um, for some input on categories and uh, we got a lot of great responses 
We've taken into consideration all of the responses and, and certainly some of them ended up on our nominee lists um, and maybe even winners, we'll have to see. Yeah. But again, it doesn't really matter because we don't decide. We don't it's decide. It's the committee. The committee. It's the Praise top them. people. Praise them. Top so, people. People. <laughs> and so are we ready to get into the Season five, Last Kingdom, Arsling Awards. Yes. Yes, yes we've yeah. been waiting for this moment. Um, again, thank you for all the support everyone's given the Screen Chronicles. We appreciate it dearly. Yeah. You uh, look great, really Rimsky, by the way. You look. It's not look my name, you piece of weasel shit. <gasps> <laughs> We're going to get into it. And if you if you haven't seen our previous Arsling Awards, what this is basically our awards to characters from the show. It's kind of like a yearbook final awards mixed in with like sports awards superlatives superlatives like what meets the SBs meets last kingdom so yeah. that's what you're getting without any further ado no more ado no more ado let's start with our first category so for our first category we're going to start right away with saxon of the year we banished the danes within our lifetime who was the best Saxon this year? What impact did they have on the show um, and on the story? And, um, you know, Who's a lot goes into this award. Highest English, you know, yeah. England person that we had. You know what yes. I mean? That's, that's who represented that this year? Yeah, I like that. Uh, so our first nominee is, of course, Ethelfled. Uh, now, we saw Ethelfled's death way earlier than we ever anticipated this season. And of course, she did everything she could for Mercia, daughter of Alfred. Uh, you know, a lot of great moments while she was in the show. She chose Mercia over helping Uhtred, which is very Saxon. And then next we have Outhelm, who is every breath of Mercia. You yes. know, loves Mercia. He's, you know, he went to the friend zone to support the queen and the country he loves, you know. And before he was a jerk supporting the person because he wanted them. So, I mean, yes. great guy for a Saxon. Absolutely. Our third nominee is King Edward, who had a rough season four, but came into season five and surprised us at every turn almost. Did he still make a little blunder in the last battle? He sure did, but he came out on top. He just really impressed us this season. Then we have Ellsworth. Of course, she's very pious. She was there since the beginning. Very Saxon, very stereotypical when you think of the show, who a Saxon is. Yes. She killed a Saxon. She killed a Saxon. So that's, bad hands. Well, that's a little, you know. Saxon on Saxon. That's a little Saxon on Saxon. And our next nominee is Ethelstan. So we knew Ethelstan in season four as a young kid, and he was very pious. But he has become quite the fighter and also starts to be taken under his father's wing, leading him toward becoming the king of all England. So, again, I loved Ethelstan here in season five. Definitely and, deserves to be nominated for Saxon of the Year. And you can't have a Saxon of the Year list without a priest. And of course, we have Father Pureleg on the list here. Yeah. Um, you know, he's been there for everyone supporting all the kingdoms and even the last kingdom, you know. Yeah. The winner of Best Saxon goes to King Edward. Oh, yes. Yes, I think this was an easy one uh and and according to the fan votes that i saw it was pretty unanimous edward killed it, edward killed it. 
and he's just he's so saxon right i mean he's yeah. he's he's preaching about god he's holding his hands like alfred um he's trying to unite the kingdoms here you know he just just very saxon and he he's also a warrior now i mean yeah. he was a warrior before but i mean just badass warrior now he made I mean, that one blunder in the battle where he started charging on foot almost got the entire army killed but he made a lot of boss moves this season he showed everyone who he was king so it kind of became more his father in a lot of ways in a yeah. lot of ways so i think very deserving of saxon leader and of course we can't have saxon in the year without dane of the year you're a dane for life now say it i am a dane for life same idea we're looking for people who just exemplify what a yes. dane is to us that Best classic dane. dane from the beginning of the series someone who's a warrior they have a sense of humor they're they're interesting uh people that just are just completely different than the saxons are and our first nominee is runvalder uh, yeah. a new guy this year citrigur's brother and he comes in he has his own sense of humor he's also tricky He's a good warrior, just all around, just very Dane-like character um, and just very uh, interesting new character, too. Yeah. Uh, next nominee is uh, Steora. Steora had a lot of great moments this season. She's definitely fully Dane now, obviously, um, having been born to Uhtred and Gisela. Uh, a bit caught between worlds, but she's al always sort of been Dane, right? And she had the one-on-one -on -one fight with Brita and a lot of other and shows in up at the, the end square. in the square and Very then she dang. shows up at the end um when they need it most so and absolutely we have to go with wall into i love this guy didn't have a lot of lines but he was just so he looked very he looked like you could pluck him from like show vikings um he yeah. looked like he was even kind of one of them and i just love it he had a cool viking yell he had an awesome death fighting yes. with a spirit in him um i hate to see him go but he was an awesome character totally our next nominee is Sig Trigger. I mean, who could deny Sig Trigger's performance this season? You know, uh, being cast away from Efuich, uh, from Jorvik, by his own brother and Brita, and to, to make a great comeback and show a lot of great leadership for the Danes and also some amazing battle moments. And our final one is Heston. Of course, we got to got this guy on the list, man. And he looks even more Dane than ever with his, his haircut. He's blinged out still. Um, you know, this is a guy, again, one of the season two uh, cast members, and he's always been someone who's very funny, crass, and, and you know he has to be a warrior if he's in charge of everyone. So, I mean, uh, just great, great nominee. Yes. That can only be one winner. And this year's Dane of the Year is... This is an insurance bill. What? <laughs> I owe them five hundred dollars. This year's Dane of the Year, though, is Sigtriga. Of course, I mean, man, did he have an outing this this season? I right, think this is hands down. Again, unanimous in what we saw out and when we pulled everybody. Yeah, I mean, just just a badass. Not super funny, but he does have some humor and. Uh, definitely a, a, a real warrior this season too totally totally great job too uh, we did a great episode with with ace by the way who plays the trigger and it was great to hear his input into his character check that out next category this is a difficult one best new character 
A lot of new characters in season five. Very tough to pick. First nominee is Ethelstan. Now, Ethelstan technically was in season four, but now he's grown up. He's like a different person. So he counts to us as a new character. Harry Gilby comes in and plays him and nothing but impressive. Like we said earlier when we talked about him, a lot of great fighting, following his father's footsteps, showing leadership. Great character. Next is Rungvalder. Again, talking about Citrigur's brother. New character coming in, like we said, very Dane-like. He has some interesting twists. He also has some very interesting moments from the show. Yeah. Uh, you know, think about holding the, the hot iron and walking. Very cool moments. I thought he really made the show really interesting in season five. He yeah. had a lot to do with that. Our next nominee is Elfwin. Uh, again, Elfwin was another one who was a little kid in season four, uh, and we get to see her grown up. Now she is, you know, goes through a lot this season, um, having to kind of be on the run and then be forced into marriage to uh, Constantine. But she was uh, a very interesting character who had a very different dynamic with her sort of teenage girl mentality, just kind of trying to look for boys when her mother was trying to get her to take on a kingdom. And she starts to mature. We see her start to mature in the show. Next one is Constantine, as you just mentioned. Then, uh, you know, we had the Scots a little bit introduced in season four and then season five. We get to see them. And then the king of Scotland, Constantine. Uh, we've talked to Rod Hallett. Um, awesome guy. And we love the character in the show, too. Just a real, uh, you know, he just seems like he's very smart. He also seems like a badass and and you also get to see he's also a sensitive guy too uh behind closed doors so i thought he was just really interesting i just loved that he was an awesome badass warrior and just just so unique he felt like he yeah. could be from season one but he also felt original to the show in general absolutely absolutely next brezel played by harry anton is nominated for this award. Another character who had this overbearing sort of presence in the show, like you never knew, um, you know, he just had this sort of daunting presence throughout the show. And he, another guy who made it very, very interesting. I really liked his character and his demeanor throughout the whole show. Great job from Harry Anton bringing in a new character. Yeah. And then our last one is Father Benedict, another new character this season. Um, someone that he fit right into the show. I felt like, you know, his his opening speech at Blood Month, he just felt like he was a Last Kingdom character. And, totally. you know, we have to have a priest on this list, right? And the winner of Best New Character of Season 5 is... Hold on a second, ladies and gentlemen. I have the card right here, and this is unprecedented. Unprecedented. There is a tie for Best New Character of the Year. This is unprecedented. The first winner is Ethelstan. He is tied for the win with Constantine. Oh, yes. Of Scotland. You know what? I think. I can see why the committee would do this. I can see why the committee would do this. I feel like my gut. I, it was really, really hard for me to pick between these two. I love both of them so much. And and that's just a testament because Rongvalder and, and Brezel to me were also up there for new characters this show. But these two really took. They stole the show, I thought. Like, Constantine, when he came in, was was new and refreshing. We hadn't really seen... He wasn't quite Dane. He wasn't quite Saxon. He was somewhere his own. He kind of created an identity for the Scots. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And then Ethelstan just being, you know, we get to see him as, as, as a different sort of... He's not a, a ruler yet, 
but he's definitely um you know on his way to being there and he's just he's having a different perspective than the other rulers we've seen in the show yeah um and sort of his stance on stuff so I'm, and he was just really cool a lot of fights it was great um, we said we wanted to see training from him and utrid and although we didn't see utrid and him train like before the season started i guess we did get to see it like after the in the in the ending scenes yeah them training which was in cool. blood month too was kind of like it, it made it seem like stuff was going yeah on, right? yeah they were kinda, yeah and and you can tell the way he fights that utra trained him so that was cool i was satisfied with that but what awesome characters and they are both going to be in the movie i believe so definitely at the stand awesome so they won't be new anymore no they won't be they can't win new character in the next one so yeah can't win new character two years in a row. Our next category is most improved character. Do we attach ourselves to these people, Richard? Do not think it is our choice. Because it is our destiny. And this is talking about, you know, whether we think that person went from being a good, meaning, you know, righteous character to an evil, or from an evil character to a good character, you know, evil to righteous, bad to good. Or if they went from a character we thought was in- uninteresting to interesting, or if they were interesting, they became more interesting. Um, it can mean whatever we want. And this year, our our first most improved nominee is Ethelstan. Again, he went from a kid who had potential and seemed stoic, and then this year he turns out to be the sort of you know going through a manhood kid going into leadership and starts realizing. You know what's important and what's what's true and what's mm-hmm. good and our next nominee is brita brita i mean first of all she she gathered her own little army uh in iceland and then she came and she had quite the character journey and she gets ultimate redemption with utrid reconciliation moment at the end which was so satisfying it was so so cool so brita our next one is heston heston the most improved i again if you're thinking about uh, from where he was in previous seasons, being evil, being the, the the person who's outward trying to hurt the heroes too. In the end, giving his life to make sure that people don't die. So how could you not say this guy's improved? Um, and he ultimately loses his life because of that though. So maybe it was a bad choice, but he improved though in our book. Absolutely. Next we have Aylesworth. Again, I think she won most improved last season and I think she improved more last season, but this season she killed someone. She went to that level and got physical. Murder uh, is an improvement. Yes, murder is an improvement. Uh, so she <laughs> and and look, she ends up at Bevenber. Who would have guessed? Who would have guessed? Not I. No, not I, I, sir. Not I. Our last nominee is Ethelhelm. You know, going from last season, he was and you know he first came in in season three. Season four, he starts turning into someone who's. Um, working evil behind the scenes and then uh, this season he had a lot of screen time and and he had a lot of different scenes um, that were a lot more influential than he was the first or in the last season season four that he was in so the winner of this year's most improved character is ethelhelm wow that is that's awesome wow yeah, That's I mean, this this was awesome. I mean, Adrian Schiller, I thought he he's never acted bad. No, um, he hasn't. No, um, his character 
again was still the evil character this season and you wanted him to die but man was he his he stole every scene he was in man yeah he um, turned into a sith lord he turned i into- just keep saying that but he turned into like but for real he became like the moment he goes from menacing and- when his when he finds out his daughter's dead to getting the nerve to have to go back out there and not kill himself and then i just love when he's like rallying all the, the oh, uh, one of my favorite the saxons yeah. oh my god that's amazing and then just him picking on Whitgar. i mean there's so many just like he's so sassy this season and he's just i also just like seeing he's not in control anymore i just love seeing and that's why i think spurs this new way he's acting this season is just that Edward isn't listening to this season. He doesn't give a shit what what uh, Ethelhelm says. So this this season, I feel like he's just instead of last season where he was always ahead, um, this season he's always scrambling from behind. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's when it comes in. Man, he brought it. Man, he brought he, it. I it mean, was awesome. I couldn't agree more. He really went from sort of a, um, a side character in the, in like season three, a little bit more of a main character in season four to like the main villain yeah, in main villain. season five. So that was pretty awesome. So our next category is best overall look. Uh, This includes costume, hair, uh, you know, just general appearance. Okay. And our first nominee is Constantine. Our next one is Heston. The next nominee is Sigtrigger. Our next one is Edward. Next nominee is Steora. Our next to last nominee is Brida. And finally, our last nominee is Utri. I mean, just look at those pictures. Just, yeah. did, did you just see them? Let's find out who the winner of best overall look is. I think, though, Colby. Whoa. The committee. Yes. You know, I think they wanted us to have to fight over this one. Yes, I think so. Because it was split. It was a split decision the committee couldn't even come up with with uh who they thought was the best they had came down to two people yeah i mean they don't do two ties no. in one award show but they know? said there were two characters that were looking especially kingly this season and there needs to be a rock paper scissors zoom call rock paper scissors rock I to decide. I'm for Constantine. And I for Edward. Of course. Of course. Before we even do this, both of them looked pretty epic with their crowns. Uh, uh, Edward always had this regal gown on. and I loved his armor, too. And his armor was amazing. And he had Alfred's crown. Alfred's crown, right? Yes. And Constantine man with the, with the fur and just the look just big and menacing and primitive but also regal they, yes it was it was sweet and you know what they both had the beards the beards, the beards were fantastic so I let's mean, find Edward's out beard that was on a whole nother level yeah yeah, you yeah. Know. yeah 
Let's but find out. My boy Constantine, right? So I think we did this like 1,200 times last time, and yeah. it was no joke. Yeah. But it's coming down. It's coming down. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, Rock. paper, paper. Scissors. Scissors. Shoot. Shoot. Oh! Oh, shit. I got you cut. I, for some reason, I, I thought I cut. won. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? What are you cutting my paper for? Oh, geez. So King Edward is the the winner of best look. That seems fair. That seems fair. Look, he had Alfred's crown. How awesome was that? You're two for two in rock, paper, scissors. That's not even fair. That's not even fair. What can I say? What can I don't I know. Say? What could you say? Look, the first time in that trailer, the first thing I noticed was Edward's got a beard, and it looked kingly. And there's one of my favorite thumbnails of the Last Kingdom show is uh, on Netflix uh, when it's on the search screen. Yeah. Is when Edward is standing there with, like, the two guys in the back on the horse, I think, at the battle in episode six. And I think, like, the lighting behind him, and he looks like the most kingly I've ever seen. Yeah. I love the color palette in that scene. The color color palette. palette. In that scene. A lot of people in the thing picked Uhtred for best look. And I got to say, I didn't love Uhtred's costume this season I, until he went back to his old costume. Yeah. I did not like his his uh, his new, like, samurai look. I didn't like it. Our opinion. It's our opinion, you know. Um, so agree with it. Um, <laughs> so, Steve, what's our next category? Our next category is best twist. Rita has struck Summon Lord Uhtred. Father, she's coming for my bloodline. Rita! You will pay for this! What else do I tell you? It's a surprising moment. The show is known for twists, twists. and turns and surprising stuff. That's right. Um, our first nominee is the scene where Edward ends up taking control of Mercia, adding it to his pocket of kingdoms that he owns by killing off the elder men and sitting his ass in the throne. Oh, that was nuts. That was nuts. Uh, our next nominee is at the end of the season when you expect Uhtred to just do what he's done since season one and submit to Wessex and, and Alfred or Edward's rule and, and be under his thumb. And he denies by making a deal with Constantine that Bebenbur will stay neutral between. Our next big twist nominee is Ethelfled dying, yeah. not Ellsworth. I mean... I thought for sure Ellsworth was going to start out this season. I thought we were going to see her maybe an episode or two, and she would die. Because maybe because um, she was poisoned at the end of season four. She was poisoned, and it was a cliffhanger <laughs> if she would live or not. Um, and then Ethel fled, ends up being the one who ends up getting sick and, and dies. It was a Didn't big twist. Didn't see it coming. Didn't see it coming. See. Next nominee is when Steora. Edward offers Steora an awesome job with awesome benefits, great pay, and she... She hints that she's going to take it. Uhtred thinks she's going to take it, and she comes in and tells Edward to his face, I am not taking this job. I have better opportunities. I'd like to... No, but she decides she not to take She wants room for growth. She wants room for growth. Um, and she denies uh, Edward's offer to her, uh, which does not make Edward very happy, and that was a good twist. I feel like we our next nominee is Sig Trigger's death. I, you know, I feel like we could just have a whole... Every twist be every death that happened in every single episode from like episode three on, right? Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, this was obviously a big one. Um, spoiler alert for the books: Sigurd is still alive in the last book, so I yeah. thought he was safe. 
I thought he was safe. So I was, I was really surprised. That and the way it happens too, where uh, forced to happen, and Uchida has to kill him. It's it's very surprising. Very surprising overall. Next is when Rongvald betrays his brother in the very first episode when he comes in, pretends to be asleep at the table, and then um, gains his brother, convinces his brother to let Brita right into the town, and that does not end well. The next one it was actually uh, brought on by a lot of fans. It was Ethelhelm mistakenly killing his daughter, Elf Fled. Remember, he hires Brezel. Brezel hires some men to go kill um, this one important religious figure, the seer or someone, while they're on pilgrimage, and ends up that El Fled is acts up ends up taking the the blame or the calls herself that, and she ends up getting killed. Um, so in a way, Ethelhelm killed his own daughter. I mean, sending men to go kill anyone, and then you know, I mean, you're you're running the risk of killing someone you know. You know, yeah. when you when you when you live in a small country wreck back then, right? So I mean, Absolutely. you you gotta you're probably related to someone, you know. <laughs> so I mean, that was a big twist and big twist. led to some weird moments. Totally. And our final nominee <laughs> is that Uhtred does have a third kid. Uh, that the the youngest son is alive. We thought they were writing him out of the show, maybe in season four. We weren't sure why there was no third kid mentioned at all in season four. Yes. And, I, and early in season five, he's talking to young Uhtred and brings up, uh, young Uhtred actually brings up that there's another kid and Uhtred doesn't want to talk about it. And then we get to see his youngest son at the end of season five as Hild was watching over him. That was a great twist. And I'm glad they did it because... It was like a little bit of a plot hole that I thought we had in The Last Kingdom that was filled. And the winner for best twist of season five is Edward killing the Elderman, yeah. sitting his ass on the throne. I, I, I'm normally not like into the big political stuff in the show. I, I love that the political stuff stirs up stuff that causes battles and mm-hmm. once you'd have revenge and, and things like that. But this moment... This was like the first time I was like cheering for like a political move in the show. I like it was awesome. It was crazy. And and he owned it. I mean, he made so many mistakes in season four. The whole Mercia transition in season four was a disaster. And I thought we were and I, those were some of my least favorite moments of season four. And I thought we were headed yes. right back to that. And yes. Edward saved us from that. He's like, nope, <laughs> I'm in charge here. Yes. I am the king. We're not doing episode we're not five doing again. This. We're not doing episode five again. <laughs> and no and everybody, four. everyone's yelling at him and he stands his ground. Great twist. Awesome freaking twist. Awesome twist. Awesome moment. Didn't see it coming either. Really no. didn't see it coming. I did not see it coming. I thought we were going to get stuck like again, like what we did with the, the mercy and stuff. I was like, here we go again. Right. I loved it. At very deserving of best twist. Okay, and going off of best twist, we better talk about the best scene from season five. A lot of great scenes. These were hard to narrow down, but let's try to get through this. Uhtred going through, looking at the giant screen over the ocean, watching his flashbacks <laughs> at the end of see, at the end of episode ten. He's like, super, it's HD. Yeah. <laughs> The super nostalgic moment of Uhtred just remembering all the amazing moments he's been through with, with since his baptism all the way to Alfred, uh, his last meeting with Alfred. And that really hit us with the nostalgia. Really amazing way to end the show. 
Our next nominee is the tracking shot at the end of episode 10 when uh, we get to see King Edward rolling through all of our characters in in the the courtyard of Bebenberg. And it's just a long, just a single shot um, going through and you get to see all these different interactions with the king. And, and you even if that was the only shot you saw of the show, if you weren't familiar with the show at all, you could you got so much information. I just and I just I love long tracking shots just in general. And I, I thought it was just so cool. And it just felt like such fan service. And totally. um, and it just pans up to Uhtred and his son Uhtred up on the steps above King Edward now. Totally. Um, it was just it was such a great symbolic scene. We could see him hand off a cup to Ethelstan. So many little symbolic moments, like I said, while also just being a great fan service cool little scene very very awesome scene next nominee is this the battle for bebenber in general i mean yes did this battle have a lot of similarities to the battle of dunholm in season two yeah but it also upped the scale and added a bunch of new things like the cliff the scots running out of the forest just incredible battle of finnan cutting off a guy's arm wall and getting stabbed it was it, the charge from the Uhtred gang coming in there were amazing elements to this battle yeah just just great our next nominee is the rain putting out the fire of Bevenberg oh. um, Uhtred coming out after killing Whitgar and the the fort is on fire and then all of a sudden uh, rain comes down uh, you know seemingly from the gods or just coincidence it was a great scene next is when Sig Trigger and Rungvald sneak across the ice into Ethelhelm's camp and that whole battle, you know, I guess we're counting at one scene because it all happened in a sequence, but their, their stealth mission in and then just starting the battle there was was so epic and so cool. Our next one is Sigtriker's death. Again, it was just, I thought it was just a well done scene. There was um, a lot of Dane moments. There was moments with with characters and how they were feeling about him dying and, and a lot of just crazy good acting, I thought, hmm. from from Timothy Innes, from Adre to Ace to Ruby Hartley, you know, just everyone I thought was bringing it. Um, you know, even like we talked to Harry Gilby, who was just just standing there in the scene. He just that was a scene he really loved. Yeah, it seemed a lot of people who were there filming it. That was like one of their favorite scenes to be a part of, too. And the, the color palette, the color palette of that scene, man. I love the color palette of that scene. And another nominee. <laughs> <laughs> is of course blood month of course blood we, month. we almost had to disqualify this uh, otherwise it'd be an easy win but it was pretty cool to see blood month and what makes this scene so cool is is the creepy walking through the woods the funny pig calls the camaraderie between the bros and the great outfit from ethelstan oh yeah and then we get to see ethelstan after he's attacked by brezel and his henchmen um just lay down some incredible incredible like combat moves so yes. great scene our next nominee is what what a lot of people from the show call tim's play and that scene is basically where utrid's group of the avengers after utrid's group finds out that bevenberg also has elf win so now there's no reason to not all team up and want to go get what everyone wants at the same time um, and they all team up against edward but then Edward also just wields his power still. He's like, do you remember what 
Do you remember Citrigar? Do you remember the Elderman? Do you remember all this stuff I did? And everyone calls it Tim's play because of all the lines he did and how he brought it and and the ring tap he brought, you know, again, oh, yeah. just a signature character trait. Um, a great scene. And our final nominee is Uhtred's speech during the Battle of Bevenber to convince Deora and her group of Danes to help out with the battle and to convince them and talking about how he is both Saxon and Dane. Just calling it all the way back to season just, one, right? Just calling it all the way back and um, ultimately convincing them to join the battle. Although what I will say about that is while I was watching it, the way the timing is, I was kind of like, stop talking and go run out there and stop them from getting pushed off the cliff, which looked like it was about to happen. That, I think it was some editing. I think different stuff just to make more tension going on is what I think. I think in reality, I, I think so. he rode out and then the cliff stuff started to happen is what I think. You know, or, I mean? or the cliff stuff was taking longer to happen and he had time yeah. to ride out. It just kind of looked like Edward was almost getting pushed off the cliff. Like yeah. when he started talking to Stegora mm-hmm. and I was just like, there's no way that yeah. he's going to talk and then they're going to run all the way to the cliff in time. But, yeah, definitely. So anyway, now I get off my soapbox. The winner of best scene goes to the rain, putting out the fire at Bebenbur. When Uhtred comes out, when he's finally killed his cousin, Bebenbur should be his. He comes out to it on fire a wooden palace, a wooden fortress about to burn down. But in his eyes, it's the gods who roll in and douse the flames with with, with rain. And it's a beautiful scene. I mean, and to us, you know, it's just, he got lucky. Yeah. It, it worked out. He deserved it. And, and in his mind, though, it's just that the gods are just telling him, yes, Uhtred, finally, like, I love it. I love how the show does that. There's so many moments that it seems like it could be a magical moment or supernatural or or spiritual and but there's also a rational explanation for what went on yep you know so what it am seemed I like time? a very hot sunny day it was yep. bound to rain sometime you know yep. um or was thor up there like you did the shit man here you go exactly um, and it's just so classic last kingdom also makes it a great scene too i mean it's just so emotional i mean yeah. uh it just it feels like you can just feel Uhtred just in the rain, just like, man, he's been a slave. He's had people, family members killed. He was been kicked out. Um, he's had he was ready to cast- die there. He's ready to die there. And then all of a sudden he just gets it. You know, um, it was so emotional. Adre played that scene just awesome. I mean, what also made it awesome for me, too, is just that because the show was doing so many things that were different than the book. Yeah. I was honestly afraid that it was going to burn down and he wouldn't get it. Yeah. And I was a little, we've talked about a bunch of times. I thought the message was going to be Bevenberg was always in your heart. heart. It was the Um, journey that counted, not the, not the destination. And I was about to just throw my remote at the TV. Oh, I would have been so mad. I would have been so mad. It was satisfying. It was emotional. It was surprising. It was because, because I feel like, the, you know, I say that the season surprised me, even though, like, I think the assumption is that he was going to get Edinburgh when you yeah. watch it. Yeah. But the way they did it, they still found a way to make it surprising and, like, make us fear for a second. So, yeah. incredible, very deserving of best scene, I think. Yeah. best. I think my favorite moment, it might be one of my favorite moments from the entire show when I 
finally just look back at the entire thing, but we'll have to get there when we get there. Absolutely. Jumping off of that, let's go into the next category is Beth's death. My only wish for honorable death at the hands of a great warrior. Ooh, it's oh, a tough one. This obviously, is a this tough people one who in season five. Because a lot of people die. A lot of important people die. Season five was like, next episode, let's kill someone else. Let's get someone else. They go Every... on a streak. They just go on a streak. Season five wasn't playing around. Our first nominee is Ethelflaed. Uh, love this scene. Mm. I love that it was romantic. I love the closure. I love the cinematography. I love it. Was beautiful. Again, the color palette. I loved it, man. I went, I loved that. I went from like a fall sort of bright, icy. I felt like I could, when I'm watching The Last Kingdom, I feel like I can feel the temperature they're in. And then when it was nighttime and they're laying together and, and the lines they said to each other, I mean, the fact she died sucked, but it was, it was an awesome scene and an awesome it's, death. It's very beautifully done. Yeah. Next, we've talked about it already. Sig Trigger's death. Again, beautiful color palette. <laughs> color palette. <laughs> the color, color palette. palette on point. Choosing Uhtred to do it. Having elements of, of, of like season one Dane culture. Like, get him the sword. Get him his sword before we do this uh, so that he goes to Valhalla. Uh, just incredible. And the honor that Sig Trigger and the bravery he has to show not to bend the knee to the Saxon ways of being baptized. Uh, really cool. Our next one is Osforth. Um, mm. Man, we, we hated seeing one of the bro squad go. I think we had to have it happen for the show to have an impact, you know, and feel like it would be like we could lose some more people from the good guys, um, some of the main good guys. So mm -hmm. um, it was sad he did. It, it felt very real. Um, we know, you know, if you listen to our talk with Mark Rowley, he even he said in this talk they, they wanted where they were going for like a, a band of brothers approach and he said in our first talk that was a show he really liked and he would like to do a show like that and that's that's what yeah. i felt while i was watching i, I was i mean i was thinking saving private ryan but i mean yeah you know, steven spielberg tom hanks you know ran you know the world war ii stuff so i mean it, it definitely felt like that and it was it was just a cool death scene it was emotional it made you sad and it, it just felt really dark in in the show too it made you want the bad guys to die yes totally Next, we have Rita. Rita has this crazy fight with Uhtred, and then right at the final moment, she redeems. They, she reconciles, and if Steora wasn't there, they might have had some kind of future. They might have, you know, become friends again, and Steora shoots her through the heart, through the back. Uh, but it was amazing that, that Rita and Uhtred finally get another moment of reconciliation the first since season three yeah i'm glad i'm glad they ended this way our next nominee is heston again man we're losing we're losing so many main characters heston you know a guy from season two and and like we said just someone who's had uh, a friendly a frenemy relationship with utred um and in this season he ends up actually um, giving up his life for Uhtred Bro Group mm -hmm. and for Bevenberg. And also it was just a cool death in, in the fact that it was it was cool for Constantine to show how brutal he can be. Um, I think it's the first time we see any sort of violence from him and how he's pretty numb to it. He just goes about a drink as mm -hmm. a man is just standing. It was, it was a really, it was a crappy scene for a character you like, 
but also a cool scene for a, a character you like. It was a good death. Yes. Next nominee is Brezel, uh, partially because this was Ailsworth who killed him, and also just all the blood spilling all over uh, Stephanie Martini as as uh, Edith, Edith was was nuts, and it led to a bunch of uh, funny moments. And again, it was surprising that Ailsworth did it. Next nominee is Wickar. I love oh. this. You know, I thought again, this was a moment. I thought, is Uhtred gonna like start forgiving everyone that was on his kill list? You know, um, and I just love when he he tries to go like, uh, you know, uh, Lord Sidious on him, and like, this is the legacy of our people. You will strike me down. Yeah. Your son will strike you down. And and Uhtred is like, no, it's not, and just throws <laughs> yeah. him over. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Not. No, it's not. It just throws him onto a no, it's spiky not. candle. Yes. Um, I love that. I I loved it was brutal. I love the revenge. It's something I wanted Uhtred to get from Elfrich. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I I felt like it was a good surrogate to get through. Yeah. It was a, it was an interesting, fun revenge death. Totally, totally. And our final nominee for this category is Ethel Helm, who, again, uh, was so narcissistic. And there was something satisfying about him giving up and, and taking his own life because of how narcissistic he had been throughout the whole season. Um, he was finally defeated. It also and, just shows and he was that, also a coward. Yeah. It also, also just shows that um, Ethel Stan is kind of like a noble justice from him in that yeah. he didn't even feel like he wanted to kill him. Exactly. So yeah. cool, cool death. Cool death. Cool death. And he and, and perfectly executed uh, throat slash brain stab or not no uh uh <laughs> palette uh stab <laughs> you know right, what i wanted right to see through the palette <laughs> you know what i want to see is you remember in season four he's like i can show you how to do it with some cloth i was yeah. like that's i wanted to see him do that just like <laughs> just like a cloth him. and just like and it just like cuts to a silhouette of him just like <laughs> just like, takes him a while <laughs> and the winner of best death of season five is Sigtrigar. Yeah. That, this was a tough choice from what I heard from the committee. This was a from tough choice from the committee. Uh, apparently between Ethelfled, Brita, and Sigtrigar. Those were sort of the top three when it came down to it. And, I know. Uh, Ethel, yeah, Ethelfled's death scene. Uh, and so beautiful. I, I loved and, it. It was and, beautiful. And the weight of her character since season two. Um, hard not to pick that one. I think ultimately why Citrigar was picked was I just I loved the that like all the Dane culture moments that you know we didn't yeah. get any of the sword grip mention or anything yeah. in season four and I love not only did they pull it back for this season but they they made it very deliberate they had someone walk from the outside bring it in um, I also I just loved how Ace played it just very like stoic yeah. just staring down Adre Adre just crying because he like Touching that's the, the one way for daughters to, to hate you right is you kill their boyfriend one way <laughs> one way i loved everyone how they were in the scene i loved that it was it was just like no one wanted it to really happen but it just had to happen like exactly. edward didn't want it to happen really Uther exactly didn't want it to happen sig trigger didn't want it to happen Obviously. uh <laughs> rungvald didn't want it to happen there's another element to the scene soldier number five i saw him soldier he number did five not in the want scene. it to happen Watch him. Well, the number six kind of wanted it to happen. He's a dick. He's a douchebag. He's an asshole. Fuck yeah. him. Fuck that guy. But the color palette. 
color palette. But the color palette was good in, in all these scenes, actually. 10 out of 10. Yes. Color palette. Yeah. By the way, another thing with, with Brita's death, too, is is there was like a little bit of Dane stuff with that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But didn't win. Sig Trigger won, uh, according to the committee. And we're moving on to the next category, which is the best episode of season five. What do you say, Lord? Jumping some horses, rode up to the gate. Teach your cousin a lesson. To Bevanbar, then, Lord Utrecht. To Bevanbar! Our first nominee is episode three, where we get to make the square with Steora and Brita. They come in stealth mode and battle. Uh, we get Brita's daughter purely gets captured. It's just really awesome episode. You know what we didn't mention when we talked about this episode too that I've I've been mean I felt like so neglectful. There was an awesome scene when they were when the bros are sneaking in and the people who are captive are grabbing the people on the outside yes. to help. They tell them where to go, or they tell them where the guard is, and then they grab the guard and they like help kill him. It's just uh, so many awesome elements, so many cool battle moments in episode three. Yeah, unique episode. Next one is episode four. I mean, this is episode with Ethelfled's death. You know, we mentioned it's already an amazing scene. Yeah. Um, and also, we get to see Edward just sit his ass on the throne and just say, Wield it. We are not getting episode five of season four. We are doing something different. Yes. We're killing Osforth next episode. <laughs> next, we have episode six. And for obvious reasons, this is one of the best episodes. Scored a 10 out of 10 on our review. And... Uh, had the battle in Ethelhelm's camp. It had Sig Trigger sneaking in before that. It had Sig Trigger's death. It was the color palette. It was beautiful. It was great. Color palette. Our next one is episode nine. Um, this is where we get to see after Tim's play the next day. We get to see everyone. Uh, eventually, Tim. Tim. Eventually, Edward ends up siding with the Avengers, and he, you know, he's got the ar- army ready. They ride out, and then eventually, uh, Uhtred you know, true to Utra in the bro group's fashion, they decide we need to go on our own mission and, and sneak into Bevenberg. And um, we also get to see the first time we get to see, I think this is Constantine's sensitive episode. Um, we get to see that scene. Yeah, that was a great, a lot, yeah. A lot of cool little moments building up to the final episode. And our final nominee is episode 10. And I don't really know why it's on this list. It doesn't really. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any reason why the final episode would be on this list. Yeah, I would say we just read uh, who won. Yeah, maybe we now because this makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was episode ten. What? It was episode ten. Oh well, that's surprising because, uh, <laughs> but no, episode ten, hands down. I think of all the responses I saw from from listeners, uh, everyone agreed episode ten took the cake. Uh, you know, episode six probably a close second. But to wrap it up like they did, how could you argue with episode 10? We've already talked a lot about the great moments. Yeah, I mean, so many of our favorite moments, if you just, our best scenes are yeah. from this episode by itself. Yeah. yeah. I think we gave, what, an 11 out of 10, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Our next category is one of our favorite components of the show. But unfortunately, we don't have a lot of nominees this year. So, uh, T.O.K., I hope the movie fixes this because we have two nominees for Best Shield Wall Call. Shield Wall! Shield Wall! Shield Wall! Shield Wall! 
don't know what a shield wall call is, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> we don't forgive you. We don't forgive you. But obviously, it's when they call shield wall and some shield walls come up, people. Yeah, come on. Uh, and it's it's our first nominee is Brezel. And if you don't remember when, this is when um, the the Citrigers people are invading Ethelhelm's camp. And they're just waking up in the morning, and Ethelhelm's like, "Protect me!" And, yeah. and, and Bristol's just like, "Shield wall!" And people just come and form. It's very, it's very raw, and and just and just got to roll, and people just come to it. Yeah, Harry Anton's got a great voice for it. Mm. And our next nominee is someone who has done a shield wall call in the past, and that would be Aldhelm, uh, James Northcote, who judged our shield wall calls too. Oh, shield wall. That was great, Steve. Yeah, did you did you want to get lined up next to me? Did you? Oh, yeah, I, I already grabbed my shield. I <laughs> yeah, ready. I, I, but I, yeah, I had mine on top of my head, just shielding from arrows. That was uh, that was fantastic. Second line. <laughs> Colby, you're Super up. Good, Colby, Steve. you got to go now. <clears throat> shield wall. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, was this the best shield wall call we've ever heard? It was not, but it was still solid. And he was the only one who called it when they were being attacked from the back by the Scots. So good on you, Althelm. Good on you. I, I think it was just quick. I think it was just like wasn't focused on quite as much as some of the other shield wall calls. Yeah. You know, they didn't do like a whole zoom in on it, but um, he did call it. And the winner is Brazel. Yeah. Um, and again, we, we just liked that it was raw. It was also for me. It was just a cool moment when Althum's like, "Protect me!" and it's just kind of funny. I cool, like I lo- shield wall bubble too, moving it's out. Like, yeah, and, and you can see him actually like holding people and moving them into where like fill in the gaps. And yeah. I think Harry was even told us like that was him actually having to do that uh, wow. when they were in the scene uh, when we yeah. talked to him. And, and we got asked this, by the way, if if Finnin's Tebebenberg call could be counted as a best shield wall call and the answer is no 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 absolutely not different words uh (laughs) no uh but we appreciate that comment because we want to take notice of how awesome that moment was uh when finnan yelled uh to bevenber so we're just going to give it an honorable mention there's no award associated with it just just some recognition for a great call but it wasn't a shield wall call so we can't throw it into this category the criteria is you have to say shield and wall together in in the same sentence in the sequence in that seek in that specific sequence in that specific you can't flip around as wall shield right that's a different call everyone everyone like who has this big shield who has this shield as big as a wall and who wants it it's too heavy to move that's just that's not efficient i'm gonna get my wall shield it's pretty pretty well defined that one <laughs> check check the source material but <laughs> a very exciting and fun category the best battle moments on the gates you have my word as a saxon and as a day follow me you always wanted to die bad and bad. A lot of good ones this season, and we're going to start with the Constantine charge, the little bow and prayer or whatever he did to get himself focused, and the opening of the gates, and the straight 
carnage and rampage of just storming through. <laughs> and just nobody stood a chance. He was a no he, he, he came in like a wrecking ball. Came in like he a never fell ball. so hard. I don't know what the lyrics are. Um, That's all you need. Okay. Here's but it was Cyrus. Anyway, what's our next nominee? <laughs> our next nominee is the Uhtred Gang Charge. We're oh, referring yeah. to, of course, after Uhtred gives his awesome speech to Skiora's Danes, and they all just come running for the one guy who thinks he's safe at the back before yeah. he gets drop kicked by Uhtred and crew. They all drop kick. Except what we learned from that Finnan actually goes mm. for the low, goes for the knees. Everybody else up. goes high. But um, it was just an awesome slow-mo shot of yeah. him running. And it's just, like, if I turned around and saw that, I would... I would I'd shit like, myself. My pants. <laughs> I would shit myself. Next, guys, going off that battle, the whole cliff sequence uh, before the charge, too, is a nominee. Just to see the guys falling off, this just created a, a, a moment of fear and, and epicness that um, you know it sort of was a new scale for the last kingdom I think so really really cool moment our next one is when Sitriger and Rongvalder are fighting back to back at the battle at Ethelhelm's camp um, this was very cool it was a bro moment it was just a cool sequence it felt just vicious and, and you get a lot of uh, just sort of information about they must have been a great team, you know, mm -hmm. once, and they must have done some damage at once, man. Yeah. On the way you're seeing them now, it just it was a cool scene from that battle. Next, going off of Sig Trigger, the moment from when he stands with his men, there's few of them, and a charge of horses is coming in, and there's just the briefest moment of silence and stillness before the horses come around the bend, and he says, "With me." And they get trucked. But Sig Trigger then goes on to pick up a spear, stab a horse, and be just, just the most epic Dane this season. Awesome. Awesome Dane moment. Our next nominee for best battle moment is making the square and, of mm. course, the battle after that. Man, was this great. I mean, we haven't had the square made again since season three. Um, it was not made in season four at all. No one even said it. No one said, do you want to make a square? And not only do they make the square in the sense that here comes a duel people are setting up, but they actually go even deeper to the source material than the show had before. And they actually physically make it as Bernard Cornwall allows when they actually get the branches and lay them on the ground to actually make a square. They yes. literally make, they make a ring. I mean, it was a cool fight and then it leads yeah. to an awesome battle. And, and, I just, and Brita I loved... and, and Steyr did a great job in that in that one-on-one -on -one battle too. Oh, they, yeah. they really the choreography was good. Okay, another one. This was also one that was um, a couple times submitted by fans. Was when Uhtred does a couple awesome moves and yells, "Odin favors us!" in the final battle. That was awesome. Our next one again from the final battle at Bemberg after the charge is Finnin. Um, Finn had a cool few moments. Uh, the one we were mentioning here is when he cuts off the arm and then he gives another guy who needs a hand a hand by using that hand to club him with in the battle. Awesome. And just unique to the show. We haven't seen that before. Just fantastic. And one final battle moment uh, is when Sig Trigger is surrounded when Brita comes into Effowich and he is still taking guys out left and right until he gets captured, but he lights He's the fire. Flaming. The flame, yeah, and the only reason he got captured was they started killing the 
killing the priests, uh, and he kind of submitted. So he was just a beast. Beast. And the winner of the best battle moment. Oh, this may be controversial. Oh. But it oh. goes to Constantine's charge. What? Wow. Wow. I mean, that also happens to be my favorite moment. It happens to be my favorite moment. But it wasn't us. It wasn't us. It was the it. committee. It was the committee who picked it. The heavy favorite, I think, going into this was the Utrecht gang charge with the drop kicks. Mm -hmm. But how can you deny the moment of, of stillness, the focus, and then the straight, just gorilla rampage out the gate? Does anything in his path? And we, we talked about there's so many of our best battle moments are during the cliff, the charge, but what makes all of it seem intense, I think what even sets up the cliff being an intense moment is that Constantine's charge out of the gate, it just makes it seem like, you know, again, the Saxons are thinking they might win, then all of a sudden they're getting flanked from behind, but now there's this force coming out of the gate and it's headed by this man who cannot stop, man. Yeah. And like that sets up the first bit of tension, you know, after, I mean, obviously after the ambush, but I mean, to me, this sets it up as you guys are going to get messed up um, yeah. before the cliff happens. And then, you know, I love Uhtred's charge. I love that scene. That's amazing. But I mean, it was just so cool seeing this different character. And we've never seen anything like this. Our next category going off best battle is best warrior. There's mortal danger. Nothing is as effective as the stench of death. You are strong enough. This is your destiny. Um, obviously, the person who fights. Our first nominee is Sigdrigur. Um, He was kicking butt this season. Um, yeah. Before, we just we saw he could kind of wield a sword. He was just testing out Uhtred, mostly arrows. This season, we see he's killing horses. He's fighting dudes. He's using flames. Awesome warrior. Yeah. Next nominee is Uhtred. I mean, obviously, Uhtred's going to be nominated for this. He is probably the greatest warrior in the whole show. And, I mean, what more can you say? I don't know. Uh, our next nominee would be Constantine. That, that's something I could say. Again, we just said his charge, he was unstoppable. I don't think anyone landed a hit on this guy. I don't no. think anyone shoved him, pushed him, anything. Uh, man, he was a, just a truck. When he, he leads his in. men. And he leads his free men. He leads men. from the front. From the front. Something to be said about that. Next nominee is Ethelstan. Did anybody fight more than Ethelstan this season when you think about it? I mean, from the first episode, he took on two guys at once. And then we see him later on fighting the guys after the Elderman got killed. He has a great one-on-one -on -one battle there. And he's a brawl at the camp. He has to fight off someone in his sleep. Yeah. And then he has to go out into the battle. Just great beats. He had this just stealthy sort of agility. So he's nominated. He's in the final battle. He's in the final battle. Our next nominee is Finnin. Always been a great warrior. He had some great moments this season. Yeah. I'd say he had some of the more unique choreography yep. um, this season as far as, you know, there's that moment where he kicks a table, he cuts some dies. Uses the, a spear. The, uses a spear for the first time, which we know Mark always wanted to do. Cuts off the hand. He uses people's shields. Um, a lot of cool moments from Finnin this season. Yeah. And the winner of Best Warrior of Season 5 is Ethelstan. Wow. Like you said, he fought more than anyone else. And at the end, again, we might have just saw like the one time out of 10 he beat Uhtred, but he beat Uhtred 
in when the training. final shots of the yeah. the season. Obviously, I would say Uchid's probably like you said this. Uchid's probably the best warrior, but did he have the best warrior moments this season? I don't think so, to be honest. I mean, he's great. He's undefeated, right? Maybe it's I mean, just we expect that from him, and our expectations for him are super high. That yeah, you know, maybe um, just we just expect. Well, he's going to come in. He's going to cut down everyone he sees. Like I had um, zero expectations for Ethelstein, and he yeah. blew my mind with like how good he was at like grappling and and just fist fighting. <laughs> he was always just fighting, like just scrapping, and, scrapping, just scrapping. And he was at the cliff too. Um, you know, he was one of the people trying not to die on the cliff. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, a lot of lot of great moments uh, from him. Just great warrior this season. Yep, warrior, totally. the, warrior of the year. Warrior of yeah, he gets best best new character and warrior of the year. All right, Colby, we are into oh. the cream of the crop now. Yes, the next category is best bro moments. You have given everything. You are the man I always hoped you would become. Again, another tough one this year. Um, our first nominee for this one is the moment that Edward, at the end of the uh, of episode ten, at the end of the battle, acknowledges he acknowledges Uhtred as the true lord of Bebenber, and that may his sons rule here for generations. It was like the first time, publicly at least, I feel like that someone from Alfred's family. <laughs> Yeah, truly like admitted like Uhtred this is yours like you deserve this like you are the reason we are here like it was amazing I don't think Etherblad even did that for him I don't think so I mean I think maybe at the end of season 3 when they do let him go Um, but that's more arguing the pardon yeah but still our next nominee is Aldhelm Oh, when Aldhelm stays loyal to Ethelfled. I thought that was a, a pretty cool bro moment. I don't know if we, we said it was a bro moment from our amateur episodes, but it was it was a cool moment this that if you're looking at all this all the seasons, him and her have had sort of a relationship. Yep. Um he's been friend zoned hard. Yep. And and he still was there for her, you know. And you know, even though he was probably spent more time with her, he always had to step back for Uhtred when he came around. Um, that moment when she, they're both sort of acknowledge each other. Um, when she's giving out her goodbyes. That was a good bro moment there. Totally agree. Next nominee, the bros climbing the cliff and breaking the Bevenbur together. That was just so much fun. They, uh, Finn and almost died via seagull. And uh, <laughs> they, they hug, they sort of embrace when they pull him up. Uh, that was a great moment. And just again, trying again at Bevenbur together. Yeah. Oh, by the way, also uh, with that, Pure League when they're coming up with the mission, Uhtred asks him, Purely, are you strong enough to join us? And he's like, you strong enough to stop me? Of course Purely's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, And Hild helps out, and Heston helps out. So yeah. a lot of bronus all together with that. Yeah, but definitely the trio climbing the hill, just yep. seeing them all together on, on a mission yeah. going into last season. That was great. Our next nominee is Sittiger and Rongvalder when they're fighting back-to-back at Ethelhelm's camp. We talked about it was a great moment revealed their characters and it was just cool to see awesome yeah, totally. bro, brother bro moment yeah next bro moment is when Finnan finally tells Uhtred about Ethelflaed dying and telling him there's still time I like this moment because Uhtred is immediately mad at his friend but there's a brief moment where he he realized he didn't do this to deceive me he did this for me to hide it from me 
the so bro motives on yeah because because finnan had bro motives bro motives bro motives so you know you got to understand bro motives and utrid understood that so utrid was mad for like a nanosecond and then he like came to a sense and was like this is finnan he's been my bro i'm gonna get over this yeah great great scene between them and, and finnan being so supportive of his bro our next uh, nominee is a great wholesome moment. It's when Pure League is peeing and uh, Finnan pokes him with a sword and he turns around and, and they make jokes about pee, including holy water. Yeah, and, dribbling uh, on yourself. Dribbling. It was a very wholesome moment. Yeah, very a nice comic moment too. And the winner of Best Bro Moment is Edward. And just the house of Alfred, I guess, in a way. Yeah, acknowledging Uhtred as the true lord of Bebenbur. It's what we've always wanted. It's what we've always wanted. You know, Man, I love that. Think of it; just makes you think of all the times they've denied him, or they've made him stay in their service, or Alfred did, or all the times Ellsworth was cruel to Uhtred. Public, just in front of everyone after he won. It, what an awesome moment! Yeah. Riding off of that, we're going into bro of the season you have men and you have fire in your heart you will achieve what you set out to do this is one of the things that when we first started talking about the episodes we talked about best bro moments best bro bro the season i mean here we go i mean our first nominee is finnick i mean come on come on yeah i mean like could could you even do Bro of the season without mentioning Finnan. He's exactly. a two-time, two-time winner, season three and four of Bro of the Season. Um, right. For us here. And again, he's just been there for Utrid. He's been there for the rest of his crew. Yeah. You know, supporting people. He's making the jokes, you know, which we count as the, the bro moments. So totally. of course Finnan's gotta be on this list. Totally. Next nominee is Edward. Edward is actually listening to Utrid this year, actually knowing that Utrid was the guy to go to um, and to listen to. And also, there's a cool moment where he offers respect for Osforth, his half-brother, after he learns of his death, um, even though he didn't really have a relationship with Osforth much at all. I um, mean, obviously, the moment that just won. Our next nominee is Citric. I would say, kind of like him and Finn, and there's no huge standout moment, kind of like, you know, if we're talking like season yeah. three, where there's that cool, you know, we, we faked a, an argument, let's bro hug to fool everyone or right. there's not that bro hug from season four with with finnan um but they've been there and and again that moment that you mentioned where they're all climbing the cliff face and citric saves um finn in there you gotta name citric citric's yeah. gotta be on the list next nominee is hild who drops everything she's doing to go and help utrid on his mission of course she will because she is a a bro she is, you know, always in that bro group. Not only that, she gets, she helps Elfwin escape. She fights again, and she raise, she basically watches over Uhtred's youngest son. She's too good a woman for God alone. Too good a woman for God alone. Our next nominee is Heston. Great bro. I mean, who who would have thought? But he's always had, again, this frenemy relationship with Uhtred. The banter they have, and the, and the moments where they're just like, you you've already stolen some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know that was great. It's like, but still going to each other for help. You know, Heston going to Utrid first. Utrid coming to him. 
um, even after they've tried to kill each other how many times. I just love the banter. And then in the end, Heston ends up giving his life for Uhtred, who mm-hmm. saved him from, you know, slavery. So, yeah. Yeah. He mentioned Eric at one point, right? He tried and to he, do the right thing to And he mentioned Elfland. Eric, which was also a bro moment. To Eric. To Eric. To yes. Eric. And uh, just trying to help uh, Eric's daughter. Yeah. Next nominee is Ethelstan again. He keeps coming up. What an impact he had on this season. And uh, he, he's nominated for this because he joins the squad, the bro group, and he fits right in. He's doing sort of the hazing with... Uh, the um, blood month stuff he gets to wear the thing and and go out also he goes and chases after Uhtred when Uhtred goes in to fight Wickar because he is a pro our next nominee is Purelig he has a lot of great bro moments this season you know, the moment when um, him and Brita are when Brita has captured him and she's in sort of this moment of crisis with her daughter dying and losing and and just all the loss she's had um he's supportive of her you know he tries to basically convert her and just do whatever he can to help um instead of fighting and arguing with her um and then also um what after utred finds out that bevenberg is also where he needs to go to save the princess and just how destiny seems to be making a joke you know they have a great sort of conversation of faith to and just meaning and the importance of this is something you're supposed to do and just a great moment and again the, he had some funny moments with Finn in a lot of cool moments from purely absolutely and our final nominee is Edith because Edith is just she's there for everyone really uh, she is there for Ethel Flood she does what she can there's nothing that can be done for Ethel Flood but she's honest with her about her diagnosis she's there for um, Aelfwyn and Aelswith until they get captured she is just a dynamite character the winner of the most one of the most coveted arsling awards sure for for bro of the season is father purely wow a new win wow that is a new i think i think everyone thought it was going to be finnan because he is a two season bro of the year bro of the season so uh very surprised and Pure League, I think, though, deserves it, though, because look what he did in, in sort of being there for Brita, the enemy who took him captive. He kind of goes to his faith and still tries to help her. This guy loves to run. And not only that, but he has a gut wound and he runs to the camp and and he ends up standing up to join Uhtred in that Tim's play scene. Decide with retaking Bevenbur to save uh, Elfwyn and happy to join Uhtred on the final mission there to get in. Yeah, I would definitely say Pure League and Edward probably had more of my best moments this season mm. than Finnan and Citric had. And I would say that was one of my other sort of, I guess, nitpicks, gripes about this season is there wasn't any of those bro moments that just stood out to me like the, the, the Finnan and Uhtred hug or or this, the Citric and Uhtred, you know, flip a tray or, or back in season two when the bro group first formed, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or like the hugs with, with uh, Father Bianca, the, all those moments that Uhtred had with him. There was none of those that just leapt out to me um, like the, the other season, but I, there was a lot of cool little ones. And I think Father Pure League, you know, he definitely had them. Yep. It is time 
for our most valuable character award. We cannot honor our greatest warriors too, Tread. We cannot be great kings. This is probably the most important award that we give out, other than best shield wall call. And best bro. And best bro. And best scene. And best twist. And best haircut. And best Saxon and best Dane. Yeah. But MVP. But MVP, most valuable MVC, most valuable character, is, is you know, well, it's pretty important, too. It's pretty important, too. And so our first nominee, because it doesn't have to be a person, yeah, is the rain that comes down and douses the fire. It puts the fire out. And and it prevented us from getting Ryan Johnson we didn't get in season five. We didn't want to get snoked. Daenerys. Um, Daenerys. We didn't want a, a crappy ending to The Last Kingdom. So the rain came in. It saved Bebenbur and the show and created just an incredible moment for Uhtred. Uh, also, it was just really important for Bebenbur to get that rain at that moment in time. Thank you, Rain. Our next nominee is Stiora. Mm. Um, just a, a, a great wife to um, Sidriger. I, I love their relationship. Um, it just seemed healthy. I love that she fought Brita in the square. She's the one who challenged her to the square, which is pretty sweet. Um, and she ends up taking over the Danes, basically. Um, and then she brings them to the final battle. She's not the one who ultimately makes them go, but she shows up, um, which is, you know, you need those guys to win. And then she fights in it. She fights. Let them fight. Uh, our next nominee, and he's been mentioned many times already, is Edward, who is a freaking Saxon boss. And, I mean, he does so many things this season that are, are of importance. He's the one who starts uniting all the kingdoms. Yeah. Did he almost blow it in the Battle of Bevenber? Sure. Maybe. 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 But guess you what? Are, I he ended up there. on top. Mm -mm. And our next nominee, best for MVP, is Ethelstan. Yes. Again, he's been brawling. He's the one who is, you know, looking at how his father's be behaving, how Ethelhelm's behaving as a leader, how Uhtred is, and, and he's taking this all in. Um, he's also, you know, he's running to help Uhtred. He's he's working for his dad. You know, he he uh, he never got down on himself for the situation he was in. Uh, MVP for sure. Yes. Nominee. <laughs> Nominee. Nominee! <laughs> Next is Sigtrigger. Uh, obviously, Sigtrigger had a big impact on this season. Um, had some of the coolest battle moments and uh, was just an all-around great character this season. The next nominee is the Bros Squad as a collective. I mean, and that we're talking about the core, right? Right. Finnan, Osforth, Citric, people have been there since season two. I mean, they're what formed the, the bro moments for us. You know, uh, Uhtred, they've done everything, pretty much everything Uhtred has. Only, you know, they had to have Uhtred tell them to do it. Um, but they've always been there for them. They've always been supportive. MVP nods. Our next nominee <laughs> is the tall Frisian who ends up banging Uhtred. Of course. How could how could we not put it on? I don't know. Think about the show. And would any of it have happened? It, would any of this season happen if that didn't happen? If no. she didn't if she didn't be no. like I'm gonna go bang that short guy over there. You know. 
then this season would have been about him. Case settled. Case, Case settled. Case settled. Okay. And I think that's all the nominees for MVP. I think so. I think that's the only people that are need to be mentioned. I don't think there's anybody else that did anything important that is even important to the show. No. That deserves the MVP. No. So let's let's just find out then, you know, because let's just find out out of those nominees who it was. Whoa. What? Wait, what? Whoa. What? what? This name was not on the nominee list. What? <laughs> what? Uh, I don't Bro. know if I'm saying this right, but the MVP of season five is Utrid. I am Utrid, son of Utrid. For times past and times to come. Destiny is so. Oh, you mean Osbert. Utrid. Osbert. My bastard nephew, Osbert. <laughs> Exactly. But no, could there be any other MVP for this Uhtred. final season? Other son than of Uhtred. Uhtred, son of Uhtred. The father of Uhtred. Father of Uhtred. Cousin of Uhtred. Probably friends with an Uhtred. Friends with an Uhtred. Gotta be. Gotta be. Dog's name's Uhtred. <laughs> could there be any other MVP for the season? I mean, we try sometimes to say we can't pick Uhtred because obviously Uhtred's the MVP. But yeah. being it's the last season and he finally got Bebember back, something hit's taken him five seasons to do. Just saying it would take me three. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even try in three. He didn't even try. He didn't even talk about it. <laughs> you know, we have to pick him as MVP. We just have to. He was incredible. He deserves every bit of the recognition of true Lord of Bebember. He's the I best. Mean, He's, you know, he, he's he's helped everyone he's helped the Saxons build the power they they have to build England he's he's still helped Danes you know who, who are like like Ragnar and his family dude dude's awesome you know when, awesome. when when people have a problem they call you trip that's what they do now mm-hmm. and MVP and everybody this season knew that yeah and, you know it just seemed like everybody was like oh this is a really bad situation What's Uhtred doing? Uh, is he around? <laughs> Maybe we should get him. Can we get Uhtred on this one? And then they started making bracelets. What would Uhtred do? W-W-U... D. D. Wood. Wood. <laughs> <laughs> so. Get your wood bracelets from the ScreenChronicles.com. Yes. That is it. Wow. That's the Arsling Awards. The confetti cannons are broken. We'd like to formally apologize to Beyonce again. I know. Oh my God, this is embarrassing. I know. This is embarrassing. But what a what a show! What, what a show. show! What a what show! What do you What do you think of our our nominees, Colby? What did you just think of? Well, I think they were again. I have no say in any of it, so I can't really put an input. I don't want to say an input, or otherwise get in trouble from the guys upstairs. Absolutely. Um, but what did you all think of it? You know, uh, tell us your thoughts. Who did you think should have won? Um, do you agree with our picks? What'd you our, think of the season? Yeah, what'd you think of the season as a whole? How would you rate the entire season as a whole? <laughs> it's <if> over. <laughs> 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 
So we appreciate all the support. Uh, we hope you guys have enjoyed this. Uh, we're definitely going to be doing more award shows, probably for the movie. And then at some point, we're going to be doing an entire Last Kingdom award show. Um, and we're going to be asking for your input on that as well. We hope you subscribe, like, follow us on all social media. And we'll be doing many, many more things here coming up. It's like we always say. Goodbye. Goodbye. And destiny is all.